Okay. Or so, not. welcome to Babe Talk this week. Uh, we have Felicia. How do you say your last name? I want to say it right. Fignani. Fignani. Excellent. I'm Italian as well. I assume you are. Yes. Hundred percent. Nice. <laughs> nice. And uh, we also have uh, regulars, Shana. Hi. And Tony Broni Baloney. Hey, what's up? It's very Italian on Italian <laughs> podcast, dope. But yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, we're. I'm Eric. I'm uh, substituting for Ollie today. Uh, does anyone know where Ollie is? He's sick. Oh, he's sick. Aww. Like super sick. Like strep throat sick, dying sick. Oh, that's no good. We'll get better soon. Hashtags go in there somewhere. Uh, I don't know. Free Ollie. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> free Ollie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I'll pay, you know what, I'll pay any amount of money for an Ollie. So in the spirit of Ollie uh, on his sickbed, uh, I'm going to start the same way he does and ask everybody, how was your day? Um, only because I can't turn my screen to black and white to really get the Ollie experience going. Uh, so, Tony, how was your day? Um, you know, it was a day. I just ate a burger on sandwich bread, like peanut butter and jelly sandwich bread. So it's fine, I need to do some grocery shopping. I don't know. In the low of the low, I only have Mike's Hard and soy milk in my fridge to drink. So, <laughs> so mixers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh my god, that's gross. Oh, what would you yeah. even call that? Nothing. A you milk's hard lemonade. Ugh. No, 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 yeah. no, no. You don't. You don't call it that <laughs> ever. All right, nice, nice. Uh, so, Shana, how's your day going? What I actually just finished up my first up interview. To? I actually just finished up my first interview for Absolute Punk. Um, cool, so that's cool. going live tomorrow. I know that I'm totally promoting my, <laughs> my, the different site that I write for. Um, but no, but I'm really stoked on it, and it's, I'm so nervous about it. Like, I've never been this nervous about an interview in my entire life. <laughs> Who's the interview with? Uh, Head North. Head North? Oh, cool, cool. I know yeah. those guys. Yeah, yeah so it's, it was my second interview with them because I did it for Babe Talk originally. Um, but I sat down with a different member of the band uh, for Absolute Punk. Nice, nice. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And, and don't even worry about promoting that. You, hey, big up yourself. Big up yourself, Shane. <laughs> you're, in the, you're in the big leagues. Big up yourself. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so, Felicia, how was your day? It was okay. It was kind of stressful. We're super busy at work on top of doing everything for the festival that's yeah. in my pocket. So, uh, But I'll handle it. <laughs> nice, nice. What do you do in the real world? I am a graphic designer at a local print shop for businesses, so we do business cards and logos and all that fun stuff. Nice, nice. Um, well, we're definitely going to ask you about the festival as we get into it. <laughs> um, and uh, but yeah, so uh, I'm and you know what? Hey, I'm doing okay. Thank you guys for asking. Oh, how, how, <laughs> how, are, how are you, Eric? Sorry. I'm doing, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, a little bit of work, a little bit of music stuff when I got home, and. Uh, uh, cooked a uh, grilled. Did some dad grilling today. How's so, baby? Uh, she's How's she's baby? doing fine. She uh, yeah. So she I guess like spent all day. Uh, my wife's still home on maternity leave. She spent all day crying and pooping and peeing. Um, and then when I yeah exactly. Well, but when I got home, uh, uh, and my wife went out for a couple hours, uh, she slept. She didn't need to eat, <laughs> and she didn't go to the bathroom. I'm playing dad on easy mode, and I'm going to keep rolling, rolling it out as, as long as I possibly can. Oh, my um, God. So uh, as far as uh, – so we usually like to start the show off just kind of chit-chatting about random topics, uh, music-related. 
And then, um, and then Felicia, we'll get into, we want to ask you all about the festival and about Soundwave. Um, so I'm going to start off with something I just saw. Um, lovely, lovely uh, gentleman in the band Smash Mouth uh, just oh had a... Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know if anyone's <laughs> seen the video. Um, this isn't just to, to recap any viewers or any of you guys who haven't seen it. Uh, it's actually a, t a tale as old as time. Uh, band gets on stage... Band gets stuff thrown at them. Lead singer threatens to beat up everyone in the crowd. Um, and uh, it's just that usually when you see it, it's like a young punk band or a young, I don't know, or like a young rapper or something. But it was like this guy in his mid-40s, like khaki shorts and this oversized T-shirt, and just being really like, uh, like the security guard was in better shape than he was, holding him back. I don't know, it was a whole thing, but here's the thing that's confusing to me. He's completely vilified. I, I, which is a little shocking to me. I guess you could take a take that side on it, but um, it's in my opinion, it's pretty common for if you're in a band and stuff gets thrown at you, you yell at the crowd or you yell at the people in the crowd doing that. Right. And that's just how it goes, and usually the crowd's on your side. But yeah. the crowd was not on his side. Well, and curious what he's you guys not an all star. That. He's not an all star anymore. He's not getting his game on. So, you know. What I, love about, what I love about that is that during this whole thing, which lasted like two minutes, the band is lightly playing the intro to All-Star because they thought they were just going to go right into it. <laughs> and then he just starts singing All-Star. It's just an awkward pause. And then he just starts singing the first verse of All-Star. <laughs> it's the weirdest, like, climax to that. It's so probably the best thing that he could have ever done. I mean, he wins because of that. In gen that's it. I thought he won because but of like, the book he did with Guy Fieri. Sorry, go on, Tony. I mean, but it wasn't shoes. It wasn't water bottles. It wasn't even, like, someone got on stage and grabbed him. They were throwing loaves of bread at him. What? Last I checked, I don't know. Yeah, they were throwing really loaves of lunch bread. Meat loaves of bread. Was lunch meat? I hope lunch meat was also being thrown, because that was <laughs> one of sandwich. He was very upset he couldn't complete it. <laughs> That's what the real, that's the real yeah. problem. <laughs> Oh man, I'm just so glad the All Star played afterward. Just made the entire story. It <laughs> was, in. It just it really was just amazing. If anybody hasn't seen the video, I definitely recommend it. It's just it's just sad. All after all these years, he's still battling carbs. And he oh. just... <laughs> Eric, oh my god. <laughs> oh, that was. I, oh, I mean, that's the easiest. Like, yeah. I know. Yeah. I have an, I have another frontman story. Yeah, go for it. Um, so Alternative Press just um posted about Parker Cannon. Um, and how he kicked a guy, but because he took a selfie on stage, he kicked the guy off of the stage because he was taking a selfie. That's and there's a video, like there's a video of it. Like he legitimately just backhand, just like kicked this dude <laughs> off of the stage. I'm like solid. I have not seen that yet. I'm definitely. I've I, seen plenty of videos of him yelling at people. Um, that's just what they do. Um, but <laughs> I love that. Band. Yeah. Um, but, a, yeah. Yeah, but no. I mean, it's just I feel like he has some like serious unresolved anger issues. Yeah, there's yo really. <laughs> there's, yeah. There's, reason there's that Family Guy takeoff meme of Parker Cannon. Tell me who hurt you. Like, there is. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just it's just the Peter Griffin. The line is Lionel Richie, who hurt you or whatever it was. Um, Tell me who hurt you. I miss yeah. everything you, on the internet. Who hurt you, Parker Cannon? <laughs> I want to know, though. I want to know the girl. I want to shake her hand and be like, look what you did. 
Oh, he doesn't even like getting kissed anymore. It's a real shame. Well, there's there's actually um, this is uh, something that I'm gonna uh, end up pitching to Ollie because I think it'd be a cool article for the site. I've collected over the over time a bunch of bands <laughs> getting into like physical altercations with people at shows, but they're all bands who they're the least. You would never expect them. Like the time Pete Wentz like drop kicked a security guard in the head. Or the time when uh, Billy Joe Armstrong <laughs> drop, drop kicked a security guard in the head. A lot of punk punk bands drop kicking security guards in the Must head. Must be a thing. Must be a trend. Yeah, it's really, yeah. Um, but yeah. It'd be funnier if Patrick Stump had done it. I know. Well, Patrick, if you watch the video, it's during uh, an Infinity on High era tour. And the okay. second, it's, I guess he didn't drop kick him. He, he basically got in a fist fight with the guy over top of, like, while accidentally crowd surfing on a bunch of really small girls. And he does that. It, yeah, yeah, he does. As, as it happens, the second it happens, you see Patrick Stump put his guitar down and walk backstage. I'm done. If anyone ruined my Fall Boy concert, I would kill that person. Word. Great up kill. Word. So, so Felicia, have you had... Uh, any, uh, whether it was just seeing it online or in person, any crazy uh, band stories just from uh, from being around the scene? Uh, I can't think of any offhand right now. I mean, there's always stuff going on in music in general. I can never keep up with the trends, honestly. <laughs> Anything cool ever happen at, like, Jump Zone where someone just, like, totally started jumping on all of this stuff? <laughs> well, it left it breathes and... Um, the Nearly Deads played there one time, and they're like, we were cleaning up, and they're like, can you please just blow up one of them so we can jump? So like, we did that for <laughs> them, and they were like kids in a candy shop. I've never seen bands so happy. <laughs> oh, that's actually really awesome. I'm so upset about Jump Zone. It was a great, such a great little thing. What is, what is Jump Zone? Um, you can take over that question. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a kid's inflatable party place um, that myself and Doug, who run the festival used to book shows at. Like, the owners were like, yeah, you know, after hours, you guys could book shows here. And it was great, because it was huge. It's a big warehouse. We would deflate everything, and then we would go from there. And then they didn't take care of their business, and it shut down, so we lost a venue out of it. Yeah. That sounds like a great place to have a show. Are you kidding me? It was fantastic. Was I enjoyed doing the show there. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds sick. Yeah. Except it was really hard to get to. I never could find it, and I always got lost. Yeah, it was in a weird location. It was so weird. Oh, man. But, yeah. Next, Eric. Next. I, no, I was, I was literally... You know what? You know what we could do? We can we can be transparent. I'm, I was literally sending a message to both Shana and Tony. I was like, oh, any topic you guys want to jump in on, please do. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh, yeah. See, all the topics that I keep making of are super inappropriate. And would just start. What is, what is go this? for one. Go for one, Shana. Do it now. You spoke up. Are you ready? Bitch, we'll go for it. It's gonna get. It's gonna get people really angry, though. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Um, the whole like I go gay for something just is really irritating me. And James and I were discussing it, and I understand his point, and it makes me feel better knowing that the LGBT community has actually been annoyed by this for years now, um, and I guess are just speaking up about it. But it just like. It's too overwhelming. Like, and I know that I'm straight, and so I really can't talk. Um, but just, like, it's kind of, like, all at once, and everyone's being bombarded at once. And, like, because, like, I've been saying that for years, and I never thought I was being offensive until today. 
Okay, so just just to back up on the issue, I'm assuming that what you're referring to is people saying, "Let's go, gay wrestling is in." I really enjoy this thing. No, is it's that, like that, the, with the whole what, ruby. What context are we talking? The whole ruby rose thing, which orange is a new black. Like I've like literally yesterday, I was in the car with my cousin and her friend. Um, and we all. You have orange. to give context. What is the? Yeah, the, yeah I don't watch that. Let's just back way up. What is so? Oh. What is the issue, and what are the signs on this issue and the guys, reference? Because I've only be... ever heard that phrase as in this is a really I'm getting really excited about yeah, this thing. You guys, first of all, right. you need to watch Orange Is the New Black. That's one. Thing. I've seen the pilot like three times. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Hot Donna. I've seen Hot Donna. <laughs> I got right. I got my fill. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, no. In the third season of Orange is the New Black, Ruby Rose comes into the season. Ruby Rose is an Australian actress, um, model, model actress. Um, and she's very, she's beautiful. Um, she's a lesbian, and she's very, um, uh, what's the word for it? I don't want to say manly because that's incorrect. Um, andro- androgynous. Mm-hmm. Is that the correct word? Yeah. Yeah, like David Bowie. You might have seen the viral video go around where she's like dressed up as this beautiful model, and then she like takes it all off and dresses up as a guy. Yeah. Um, and Wait, like washes off all the skin. So. Yeah, she washes off like the paint that reveals all. Uh, okay, I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, and she's like, I don't want to say it, but like I, um, I, I find her very, very attractive, and yes. like I have, I literally said yesterday. I would go gay for Ruby Rose, and until today, I thought that was okay. Oh, you mean it in the literal sense? Got it. In the literal it. sense, like Wait, I. Wait, hold on. Why is it not okay? Can someone explain that to me? Yes, because James explained it to me. Um, he, he actually had said that it's actually taking offense to them because it's it's basically stating that being gay or a lesbian or Transgender at that at that point choice, right? is a choice. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. okay. and it's I get not that you're born that way. And I do, yeah, and I get it, and I and I totally back that reasoning, and it makes me uh, feel better knowing that this has been an issue for years because James said maybe three years ago that his friends were complaining about it. Yeah, I think it's one. Keep going. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, keep going, please. Oh yeah. So I, I just like, it's just kind of like. It's kind of like an all-at-once thing, and I'm, like, very overwhelmed. Like, first we found out the whole transgender thing, and I'm very new to that. And, you know, I found out that, you know, a person I knew was transgender, and it was, like, a whole new world. Um, and I'm very accepting of people, and I understand a lot of people, so I never want to be offend- like to be offensive, and I don't want to offend anyone. Um, but it's just very overwhelming. Like, I need, like, a time to breathe before, like, something else happens. And you said it's a whole new world. All I can picture now is you and Caitlyn Jenner on a magic carpet. I'm really sorry. Just showing you all the the progressive uh, new views that that you're going to I would totally go onto a magic carpet with Caitlyn Jenner and do that. That'll be the new Disney. That'll be the new Disney. (laughs) No, no, that makes makes perfect sense. I know that that's one of the... That whole concept very much of, of I would go gay for this, whatever, it's... On the surface, it does seem inoffensive because it's like, well, it's a positive and it's not generalizing, but that underlying meaning of, well, what what does that imply? Yeah. What does that statement imply? It implies you think it's a choice. Now, I want to clarify as far as you're feeling, I don't know if you're feeling guilty over having used the phrase before or, or whatever, but I do want to at least um, relieve some of that by, it's not that you ever thought it was a choice. You were just contributing to a larger culture of people thinking it's a choice inadvertently. That doesn't mean yeah. you're a bad person. That mm-hmm. just means, oh, 
Whoops. There's, you know, the band Anti Flag, very progressive punk band. Yeah. Who's um, that? <laughs> I love that. Um, the Beatles are they an underground? Are they a new? Band? Uh, well, they they have a, they put out a song uh, in early I guess 2002 on uh, a record called Mobilize um, called uh, uh, what it's it was a, a pro gay song. It was basically saying like if you come out as gay you're braver than any homophobe who is trying to call you a sissy or whatever it is. But they, um, they're, I mean, in their wording, they used the word choice. It was like, it was some along the lines of you're free to choose or you're free to... Oh. And that band is the last group of people who would ever go, you know what, being gay is a choice. And it's like, no, no, they just, it's the, the wordings that we use and it doesn't make you a bad person. It's just, we're doing what we can to try to get that vernacular out of our system. It's like, um... Yeah, anybody ever use the phrase um, uh, rule of thumb? Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so dark. It's so dark. The rule of thumb is if, you, if you're if you're, if you're you're – okay, I'm about to get really, really whatever the word is. Chauvinistic. Back in the day. Back in the day. Not the good old day, but the day. <laughs> you, could beat your, you could beat your lady if she spoke out of, out of turn. And you could beat her with something that wasn't in your hand. You could grab something as long it was as it was not thicker than your thumb. And, and that was the rule of thumb. thumb. Yeah. Fire yeah. pokers yeah. are skinnier than my thumb. <laughs> yes. So like that's the kind that's of That's really what it is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's I like, never knew that. So it's one of those things where obviously when we've used the phrase <laughs> rule of thumb <laughs> our intentions were not to promote that, but like that's the kind of it's, you know, hu human civilization's been pretty fucked up for a very long time, and we yeah. make great strides every, you know, however many years, and through the internet, I think we're making a lot more strides faster because information spreads, and it's like, back in the day, if you didn't live around people who were different than you, you could legitimately, I, I don't know, you have the internet, you have no excuse now, it's all at your fingertips, and I think that's why we're moving progressively a lot faster. Uh, Felicia, do you want to weigh in on any of this, or do you want to just keep out of this discussion? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just taking it all in. <laughs> I'm not much of a debater, I guess. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, oh man. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Shana. That's that wasn't too. I don't think anybody's gonna get. <laughs> Sorry, that. I'm like, I'm like, not even kidding you. Like, not even a half hour beforehand, James and I were discussing this yeah. because I don't know. I don't even know what. Oh, I saw an article, or um, a friend of mine had posted something about it, about sexuality, and I'm just like, I say this all of the time, and I love gay people. Hold on. I'm While sure on this there's topic. a few who you wouldn't like. That's how everybody is. <laughs> I, I just do. I just really, I don't know. Can I, can I segue into a new topic that I know Ashley would really love? Yes. Um, okay, speaking of, like, this whole thing, because I didn't know that going gay was a bad thing. You didn't know it. But, like, if we were bigger, if Babe Talk was a big thing and one of us were to say that, you'd get so much shit for it. People would be blowing you up on Twitter and all this shit would be happening. But, like, have you seen what happened with Paris? Paris. Oh, shit, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Wasn't was was that, that, like, two or three years ago, too? Four yeah, years. About four, uh, 2011, I think. Yeah, uh, one of the dudes that. posted a really shitty joke. Uh, I don't know what it was. It was about, like, rape and women not being able to handle it. I don't know. It was very awful. Very it was, it, it was awful. Yeah, but anyways, it happened four years ago. People change in four years. Four years ago, I was 16, and four years before that, I was 12. Like, you change a lot in four years. 
But the internet has this new call-out culture thing that's just so absurd. And it's like, okay, you've done one bad thing once. Okay, you're a fucking horrible human being, and now you're problematic, and now you're human trash. And it happens all the time. Like, what the heck is up with that? I don't know. Well, you notice, it, you notice it very rarely happens to people who aren't in some kind of spotlight. When You know what? It didn't blow up in 2011 because people only want to call out people when they think they may get, like, ricochet attention onto them. I was the one who called them out. That was me. Which I is feel a, like... Yeah. Which is uh, annoying because it's like, well, then you're not really helping anything. Like, Does I that mean Paris is ending? Hard, highly unlikely. I don't know. I don't like Paris. I know that's, like, an unpopular opinion, but I don't like them. So I wouldn't care if they stop making music. I, I think it's well, just... Like, I always try to look at those things as the greater issue. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. But no, it's not, like, front porch stuff. We're not pretentious. <laughs> it's... Paris is a band that, like, a lot of people really like, and they have never been, like, sketchy before, and people are trying to, like, derail that. Like, I don't know. What if you heard that, like, Bono is really a really shitty person because he did one thing in, like, seventh grade where he, like, punched a kid in the face? No, you wouldn't care. It's Bono. Someone actually asked me. They were like, well, how about Pete Wentz raped someone? And I'm like, I don't care. He really made a really good album, like, six times (laughs) in a row. Fuck that. Well, that's, a, that's, the, that's the other difference between, like, what the guy said, what the guy from Paris said, was, like, it's obviously fucked up, and what's even more offensive to me as a lover of comedy, it wasn't, it was a hacky joke, and it yeah. was, like, the easy, it was, like, whatever, um, and, and so it was really just, like, okay, come on, like, you're just, you're being an idiot, like, whatever, it's not like he said, like, I believe this, this is a real thing, and I encourage it. And so it's just like, yeah, you probably shouldn't make that dumb joke because really, who's at the expense of, of what? Is it really worth it to do that? No, no. But at the same time, it's not like he actually did something. Like you're, the Pete Wentz, gee, <laughs> the Pete Wentz rape allegation, not his like example. Okay, like, so this is gonna go viral now. You guys are gonna get famous because you're gonna make Pete Wentz rape someone. <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't no, want to be known for that. No bad juju. How dare you? <laughs> I don't want to be known for making a sequences <laughs> rape oh, allegation. Because I have that on my arm. <laughs> you have the affidavit on your arm. All right, let's stay or stay far away from no, this. No, I have a fall away <laughs> tattoo. Anyways. But the difference would be, in that case, even if it was just like, the difference between someone making a joke about something and the difference of someone actually saying a sincere belief is yeah. still different. Like, that's, that's even whether you're doing something horrible or you're just saying something horrible or saying something horrible and the intent is a joke. Those are all in different categories as far as I'm concerned. And so for that thing, doing something four years ago where he made some dumb joke, yeah, whatever. Although, to be fair, and this is just a common sense thing, if I'm in a band that blows up, you know the first thing I'm doing? Deleting I'm your Twitter. All my old tweets and going, all right, what did I say? What did I, is that, was that necessary? Was that, that you know, was that... <laughs> I- if I got famous, no, 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 not that even smash you. mouth carbs joke worth it, really? <laughs> if I got famous right now, I would have to go through eighteen thousand tweets. Bro, I'm fucked. <laughs> like, yeah, we're all we're all like trying, we're all putting out these podcasts and writing articles and stuff, trying to make something out of this. But I, I don't think any of us have realized the gravity of what just happened. Like, I have said a million times, like, I would be great famous, but I would be a PR nightmare if I was famous. Yup. Mm-hmm. Yup. Like, I have, the, I have the personality for it. I don't have the mouth for it. Mm-mm. One of the greatest... Like, Kesha's PR agent. Oh, God. I love 
I love Kesha. I do too. Jeez. <laughs> Same. All right, what are some, what's some of the music you're into, or some of the, the celebrities, that, the insane <laughs> celebrities that you love to spite themselves? I don't know. I'm into everything from show tunes to metal to rock to right, radio rock top, pop. Top three bands. Top three bands. Oh. Or top three bands right now. I won't make you do the all-time thing. <laughs> um, well, Evanescence will always be my top favorite band ever. Bringing it back. Oh. <laughs> I just, I know, it's so... People make fun of them all the time, but I, I can't help it. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I like. Um, let's see, right now, who else do I like? Oh, Escape the Fate, Memphis Mayfire. Old Escape the Fate or New Escape the Fate? Like Ronnie okay. or Craig? No, Craig. I don't okay. like Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, <I'm>, same. <laughs> he's, not, he's not a very good person right yeah. now. Forever. No. He no. can write a whole note. That's his one saving grace. At what point does he become such a bad person that situation stops being a good song, though? Never. That's the question. Never. Never. <laughs> yeah. that, that song is so great. I can't. <laughs> it just is. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can I totally put you on the spot, Felicia? Oh, gosh. Sure. <laughs> What's your three favorite local bands? <laughs> All right, well, shameless plug, endless sacrifice. Does that count? <laughs> because I manage yes. them. <laughs> but they're so good. I mean, anyone who hasn't heard of endless sacrifice, seriously, go ahead and listen because they are fantastic and even better live. Hmm. And I'm not doing a shameless plug because <laughs> I don't manage them. No. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you are putting me on the spot. This is hard. Uh, shit. <laughs> Every Minute Can Kill, Tides of Deception, Tigers of the Runner. Uh, I listen more than three. They sound like rap groups? They're not. <laughs> no. They're like metal core? Metal, what, I wouldn't, how would you describe? Mm, Every Minute Can Kill and Tides of Deception are like metal. Yeah. Um, Tigers to the Runner is uh, like post-hardcore-ish. What, what just happened? <laughs> Disappeared. How, do you have a favorite, like, pop punk in the scene? I love Count to Four, but I feel oh, like that's nice. obvious. I forgot story. about Count to Four. They're <laughs> so good. You know, you know what you know sucks? I, I usually wear a Count to Four shirt almost every podcast I do. And this is the one time I was like, <laughs> I need to get a Count to Four shirt. And breaking uh, tradition, like, I freaking watch them kids grow up. It's crazy. <laughs> I keep forgetting that they're significantly younger than me, and it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel old. Oh, yeah. I feel very old in the scene in general. So, uh, Felicia, I, I keep wanting to ask you how old you are, but uh, some people keep telling me not to ask uh, women that question. Uh, but for my own... I'm 25. It's okay, cool. cool. You're 35? 25. 25. <laughs> You're 45. <laughs> you look good. <laughs> All right, well, well, Felicia, tell us about Gregapalooza. Talk to me like I've never heard of it before until I went to your site today. <laughs> Sorry, I got that. <laughs> so, Gregapalooza is an all-day free music festival hosted by Soundwave, which is the nonprofit that I own. Um, we raise money for youth music education. So we teamed up with the schools in Gloucester Township, and we're having them, we're providing funding for their music programs, which keep getting cut every year. <laughs> He's double fisting drinks over. Here. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> hey, I'm doing it for uh for for Greg. Um. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's an all day free festival. Our goal is to bring the music scene together, but also the community together, so that 
they can see that local music does help the economy and it's good for kids to get into. Local music gets a bad rep all the time, especially metal bands. They're like, oh, they're dangerous. They're, they're going to just destroy everything. And that's not the case. Like, all these bands come together, have a fun day. They're all family friendly. There's no cursing. There's no fights. So it's really good for the community, I think. That's a really cool idea because I know a lot of, um, and not to knock them, but I know a lot of these um, sh shows that are, are, are of that nature, they'll try to raise money with ticket sales or whatnot and then make a donate, a small but like, you know, it's a good effort donation mm -hmm. to a cause. But I think the, the, I, the grassroots idea of, no, look what can happen if you have these music programs. Look what happens when you get kids into this kind of hobby. Really great and constructive things can come of it. And I think exactly. that that's that, and I think it sounds it sounds great that you're doing a free show where more people can come, and that's kind of the message that you're spreading. Exactly, if it, it's free, like take your kids out, listen to the bands, you know, shop around at our local business vendors, jump on the inflatables, and just get a feel of everything combined into one community. The inflatables alone, that, <laughs> that should, like that that should cost admission, like seriously. Well, as a dad, I support your festival, and I oh, think awesome. all the other dads uh, watching, not my dad, but um, <laughs> should definitely take their kids uh, and go to it. But yeah. Okay, so um, who are some of the bands that are playing? So our big headliner for this year, which we're really excited about, is Emery. Um, oh, this cool. is the first Ooh, year so we had a big headliner like this, um, so we're hoping that it goes off without a hitch and that we can keep bringing more big headliners like this for free to the area. Um, and then you also have Endless Sacrifice, Me Versus I, Every Minute Kill, um, Our Fair City, Your Persona, Deadweight, Ty Goes the Runner. Uh, I can keep going on. There's over 40 bands. <laughs> oh, cool. So we had Your Persona on the show, and pretty much every show that I've been on since where someone's been from New Jersey, I hear Your Persona's name mentioned. How? Are they just everywhere? So those kids bust their very ass. popular right now. Very popular. Okay. Good kids. Um, <laughs> was that your question? That wasn't my question. I was just I just always hear it. I just I don't know. Okay, well, I'm gonna, well I'm gonna I'm gonna go anyways. Um, okay. Okay, so you um actually pick your bands throughout a, through a different process. You have bands submit and then you choose. Um how how did that process go, and uh, why did you decide to do it that way? There are so many bands that always ask to play, so the only way we can keep it fair is we're like, all right, every band register, and then it's actually not just us. It's um, we get a group of judges from all over the place, so like local radio hosts, um, promoters in the area, other bands um, members from places and they vote on the band. So it's a kind of like a community effort. And every band that applies is amazing. It's so hard to narrow it down. We had like over 90 bands apply for this year. Judging them is so hard um, and cutting them down. We feel bad all the time. But we've everyone votes on what they think would be the best for this festival this year, make it the best festival it can be. Cool. And then how did you pick the who was uh, headlining, like who's bigger and who's not? Um... We kind of just went through and emailed a lot, honestly. Like, Emery was kind of the bait that took, which we're very lucky. We're, we love Emery, so it's awesome. But right. we definitely sent a ton of emails out to bands, so it's just a lot of persistence. <laughs> Did you ever have any interesting, you don't have to name names, but interesting interactions with band managers when booking? 
Yet, a lot of people <laughs> don't like to respond. Um, a lot of people blow it off like, oh, this is some kids doing a backyard festival, and it's not like that. So hopefully this year can push us over the top, be serious. Well, what kind of stage setup stuff. you have, just so people get a good idea of, of how, you know, the level that it's on? So we have two warp tour size stages. Um, it's 32 feet by 24 feet, so they're huge stages. Uh, and then we have yeah. a county stage, and then we have an acoustic tent. Cool. So uh, it's like a 20-foot tent that it's everyone like kind of chill tour. under. It's exactly, yeah, it's literally a local warp tour, a lot of people say, so. And no one's taking you seriously? Like, people are just yeah. treating it like a backyard? No, oh, wow. That's some big girl stuff. <laughs> hey, Good hey Emery took them seriously. <laughs> yeah, which is very... Yeah. We support them. And their new album is so great. Yeah, it is. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm so impressed. That was my first band t-shirt. And I did, and I only bought it because I liked the T-shirt. I didn't know who Emery was. <laughs> but you do now. <laughs> I, was one, I, I was one of those people, so. Cool. Well, hey, similar Pretty to our sure. good friend. Yeah. Oh no, go for it. Go for it. Um. Oh God. What? I had another question. Tony, you go. Oh, me go. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> so. You've been doing this for years, and nothing's really kind of clicked. Nothing's really put you guys over the top yet. And you have Emory this year. Is there anything else that you guys have coming up that you think might kind of put the nail in the coffin of people realizing, like, this is a real thing and people, I don't know. I'm going to brain fart. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm on new medication now. Um, what's the word? Acknowledge. That's the word. Acknowledge you guys as, um, like, a quality act. Uh, well, we're hoping that attendance kind of solidifies that. And with Emery's help, obviously that will solidify the attendance. Yeah. So, I mean, it's always been known in the music scene. Like, So local bands wait for it. They start messaging us all the time. Like, when can we apply? When can we apply? It's getting it to that next level of um, recognition, I guess, that hopefully this year, like I said, will take it to us. And I think when people see the attendance and it grows, that brings in more sponsors and then that brings in more vendors. So... It all goes hand in hand. <laughs> well, you got the uh, babe talk bump, so you're you're like yeah. halfway there just from this. <laughs> yeah, all right. Do you want? Um, we'll be at the festival. Are you guys setting up a table at the festival? We were supposed to, but now that Ollie is sick, this is like questionable. Um, just let me know. Yeah. Um, Make sure. Supposed yeah. To, I'm gonna be there anyways. So just I'll walk have... around with a babe talk banner. Yeah, I, exactly. that, that, first of all, the banner is about twice uh, the size of me. Wear it like a cape. <laughs> it won't work. I'm telling you, literally <laughs> twice the size of me. It's not. It, it'll, I, will, I will make a lot of people upset if I do that. Fair. Yeah. Well, um, okay, so excuse me if this is too, like, inside, you know, uh, like the behind-the-scenes stuff, but... Do you get all of the, the money for this? Because I know setting up stages is not cheap. Getting these kind of bands is not cheap. Um, do you get it all from sponsors and vendors, or, or is there additional money coming in from somewhere else? No, that is pretty much our main funding source. Um, Jump Zone Shows used to benefit it as well. When it closed, it kind of hindered it, um, but we're still working on getting a new, ven uh, new venue to book shows at during the year, and then we're hoping to... We've mentioned about... a. Winter Gregapalooza, which I don't know if my heart is ready for. <laughs> um, 
But, uh, yeah, so we're definitely looking into doing more events. I know we're teaming up with another nonprofit called CB Kids doing a kids' talent show for singing and dancing and oh, stuff. That would be, be like so a fall cute. thing. So, yeah. Uh, do um, the, you had said uh, the schools are, um, you know, in on it and everything. Um, are, do, does, oh, my God, words. <laughs> do, uh, do the schools kind of promote it too? That like, here you can come out to this show. It's free. Like, come support. You know, um, the benefiting local music. Yeah. So what we're doing this year is we have a kind of a competition going on between all the schools in the area. So we sent them flyers and we said, you know, come out to this festival and vote for your school. And the school that kind of gets the most votes is the school that we're going to have a big meeting with and see what we can do for their music program this year. So oh, it's awesome. kind of to get all the schools out, um, and then also it makes like that friendly competition for them. Okay. What's the grade level that you go for? Or is uh, We have all the schools competing. We're doing elementary to high school. Okay. Did you, did you ever think about doing like a battle of the bands with a high school? That's a good idea. <laughs> Could talk about that. Hey! <laughs> yeah, that's a cool idea. <laughs> I like just thought about it. I was like, oh, teenagers, they play music. <laughs> I was one. <laughs> well, I have a question that's kind of related to that because I don't know. I used to be a music major because I really wanted to like kind of do my part and save the, the school music scene because it's always crippling. First thing mm -hmm. that goes in every school is always the arts. But my question is: is you had all these punk bands on here, and I've noticed like a lot of kids in like the punk scene don't really do band and stuff like that in school. They kind of just pick it up on their own. Mm -hmm. Why did you choose to work with um? like, say, like, the arts programs instead of just promoting venues and stuff? Uh, because the schools, is, I still think, is where it starts. If they don't even have that option to learn or even have the option to do music, I feel like they don't even think about it. They'll just go straight to either mm -hmm. something worse or sports or something else. And I love sports, don't get me wrong, but I want them to have <laughs> the option to yeah. have the music. And, like, we have a band that's playing this year that... Um, their name's Brooks. They actually are part of the school band, and they're having like their whole school choir come out for one of their songs, and they're like oh, a rock that's band. So, so cool. it's going so cool. to be pretty cool. So like that's the kind of involvement that we see. No, I guess just, that. just to piggyback on on what you said, Felicia, it's with uh, it's not just about being in the school band, Tony. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I know a lot of the the kids I knew from my like high school punk scene. What they would do is they would take like guitar class or music theory 101 and would play instruments exactly. there and those cl and when we think about music in school we usually think about orchestra jazz band choir whatnot um, but it really is like all those little classes where you can just go and be like you know what do I want to take an extra science or do I want to play guitar every couple days and like when you don't have that option to just learn that instrument or have that free form you don't necessarily meet other musicians in your school who may not be interested in the school band, but they may be super interested in how do I take this outside of the school. And start a band. Be the next okay. fallout boy. Yeah. <laughs> that's my thing. Oh no, but <laughs> what but um but with uh, what Felicia was saying with like how the arts is the first thing to go, I mean it's just beyond true at my high school, our sports suck. Like we are awful. Every team I don't think we have a good team. Um but our arts are fantastic. We have 
num like I think number two in the state, uh, band wise, um, like marching band. Um, we have like an inch, like um, like the flute, um, violin, that type of band. I don't know what it's called. Um, orchestra. Orchestra. Oh my god! I can't orchestra. You know the flute, uh, violin band. <laughs> Yeah, like orchestra band, we're like one of the top in the um, state. Next time I go too. see a symphony orchestra, I'm going to come up after it's like, you guys are my favorite band. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, whatever. Don't insult me. Um, and then even, but even our theater program is like top notch too, and we don't have a lot of money because where I live sucks. Um, and uh, it's the first thing they want to cut, but it's the best thing that violin has to offer. Hmm. And it's it's just awful. I mean, these people that um, that live in this town are some of the most talented kids I've ever seen, and they want to cut it. Yeah. And it's it just it's, and that's why I like support like so much like what you're doing, and that's why I'm so into it, and I'm uh, you know so happy that you got like a larger act, and it's like really growing. Um, it's it's a shame that like I have not been able to go just because every weekend is like the worst weekend, and I think. And um, there, there's always been reasons why I couldn't go, because, like, why wouldn't you go to a free show? Yeah. Um, but this year, I can go, and I'm just, like, beyond excited. I'm going the whole day. I'm going at, like, 11 and staying the entire time. <laughs> awesome. So, I don't know. I'm just, like, so happy that this is going so well, and it's, and it's doing well, and I don't know. I'm just proud. Proud to be from South Jersey. Yeah, South Jersey. <laughs> so, so going back uh, just a little bit, I know you guys are both from you know North Philly, uh, but <laughs> Wait, are you? Are you, I'm gonna punch you one day. <laughs> <laughs> right through the screen. I'll deserve it, and I appreciate it. Um, but uh, no, but so you uh, you started. When did you start uh, Soundwave? Was that 2010, 11? Yeah. So duh. Gregapalooza as a festival started years ago when Doug was like 14 years old at Kid Greg's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. And then, unfortunately, the name stuck. We always want to change it, but like we're stuck with it now. Yeah. And uh, so then, years later, I started managing Doug's band, and he was like, "Listen, I did this festival for. I think we can do something with this. I think we can really do something good for the community with this." And I said, "All right, let's do it." <laughs> And we started out raising money for animal shelters. We loved animals, and a friend of ours' mom passed away, and she used to foster from local animal shelters. And it was going well, and we loved the animals, but we were just basically handing money over and had no idea where it was going. It could be going into the shelter's workers' pockets, and we didn't have as much control with it, and we didn't like that. And everything we did involved music. So we're like, why don't we show them that like, local music is this perfect thing to help. And so that's why we wanted to keep supporting it. And so it changed. Yeah, last year is when it changed the sound wave officially. Cool. So last year's festival. That's really awesome that that was not only the Greg Apalooza was started when you was 14, but, like, you've had so much time to grow. And in the span, uh, it's, just, it's just interesting to hear the story of how you made that decision to just jump into working with bands or working with music? Just Was it just something mm -hmm. you loved to listen to, go to shows, or did you have any musical background? Or what, like, what made, I'm always so interested when someone doesn't necessarily play music, but they're in that side of the business, and like, what got mm -hmm. them into it? Uh, I started going to shows when I was probably like 13, 14, and it's just, I got in, so involved with it, and I loved everything about it. 
it's a community in its own. Like that's where a lot of people make friends if they don't are necessarily popular and they feel like they're part of something. So I just slowly started growing into that and always going to shows. And then I started dating my boyfriend who was always in bands, and it just took off from there. Cool. It's so like I don't know if all other music scenes are like this. But, I mean, the South Jersey scene, it's kind of like everyone and everyone is welcome and everyone is so nice to each other. And it's just really great. Like, I was never popular in high school, but if I went to a show, like, I knew who everyone was and people knew me. And um, and it was just a great feeling. And, you know, I didn't necessarily hate high school, but I'd much rather have been at a show. Yeah, exactly. And, like, obviously we raise money for youth music education, but a big thing is we want... Know, we want to let everyone know that there's support out there, and if you come to a show, you're going to be welcomed with open arms, and you're going to make friends. Like through the band, there'd be the drummer would bring a friend from wherever to the show, and they have so many friends now from this clique that like they're always like, hey, why don't you hang out with us anymore? They're always with all these other music friends that they're making and stuff. But yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. That's what it's about, you know. I thought you were going to add on to that. That was really... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, hold on. No. Damn it. Oh, no. I, no it's what, uh, okay. My bad. I'm sorry. Um, no, your face popped up and usually pops up when you make noise. Okay, no. But that's what it's about, you know? It's about, like, making these friendships and making sure, like, people fit in. Like, that's... I'm sorry. I always go on tangents about this. But it's all about, like, making relationships, making sure people feel safe, and giving people an outlet. If you don't have these outlets, if you don't make these scenes, if you don't do what you can to make sure that... People are going to do what they want. Everyone's going to be miserable. Like, I could go to school, and I'm not a music major anymore, and it's awful, and I feel miserable. I feel like my soul is being eaten from the inside, <laughs> and it is, it is awful because I don't have these same creative outlets. But when you have them, you feel alive, and it is great. And if you can create that for even one person, like, you've done your job, you know? That's yeah. what it's about. I actually was um, just talking to one of the guys in Me Versus I uh, because we had a very great conversation during SADFest. Um, and he, he convinced me to listen to his band because I thought it was a different band and I didn't like them. Um, <laughs> so he was very sarcastic, but like the perfect amount of sarcasm that I enjoyed. Um, I gave, um, the EP or the album a listen to and the, the one song, um, I'm here, it just touched me on like a whole other level. That was probably a really bad choice of words. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean. And just like. And it's the thing, like, it's this small local band still, and, like, they, you know, they're writing about something that matters to someone else, and that just, you know, that's all, that's really, that's all that matters. That's always such an incredible thing when you find a local band who you really love or really connect with. Yeah. Like, that's always incredible. Like, that's, to me, that's incredible. Like, that's, like, the dream to go to a show and just be like, oh, my God, I found a band that I like that's right here. That I have access exactly. to. But yeah, that's that's always such a cool thing. You and guys are bringing me back to all of my high school and college days, <laughs> just going to show after show for this. Oh, and that's not, so awesome. And not only that, but these bands are, like, not on a pedestal yet. Like, you know, like, we put certain bands on that pedestal. Like, you know, I do it with, you know, oh, Fall Out Boy. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> um, you know, like, I, I can't, like, have a normal conversation with Pete or Patrick. It's like, that's not going to happen. Um, but, like, when you can relate to someone and actually then have a conversation with them after the show and talk to them about their music, like, it just it just brings it to a whole new level. It truly does. Yeah. So. I think you can be a total hipster. Like, I listened to them before they were famous. 
I feel like, yeah, oh my god, that's hilarious. That was probably the best imitation of a hipster that I've heard in a long time. I actually heard her do that imitation, um, like, two years ago. It's, it was before... <laughs> Whatever, it was Eric. Like, yeah, man, I heard it before. It was cool, too. So. Yeah, I went to a Gregory Festival. It was, they shortened the name, like, whatever. Oh? <laughs> yeah, I went to a... Sponsor. Yeah, I, I saw it when it started, actually, in Italy, and it was um, Festivus <laughs> de Gregory, Gregorius. I don't know. It's pretty insane. Zeus showed up, you know, before he had the beard and the god stuff, you know. Oh, my God. Before, <laughs> when you... <laughs> His lightning bolt was just, like, this big at that time. It was just a spark, you know. He just had to rub himself on some carpet. <laughs> I hope people just tune in now, just for that. That's, I hope that's all they hear, and they're like, this is too much for me. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of too much, we're about to wrap up. Um, because, uh, well, i got to change diapers. I'm not going to pretend like, like I don't. But um, also specifically... Dad. His yeah. own diapers. Oh, it's going to be Father's Day. Oh, that's right. I get shit. Oh, my God. So, happy early Father's Day to you. Thanks. I'll, uh, when should I expect my present? Just uh, like, you can ask your... Now? You can ask your baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she'll leave me plenty of presents. It'll be fine. No, I also think this is, this is a, a comfortable time to, uh, to to wrap it up. So I want to give everybody a chance to... Uh, mainly Felicia, but a chance to give any uh, last-minute plugs, any stuff you got. Um... Uh, Shana, could you tell us any? Uh, your, you got your article coming out on um, Absolute Punk. Yes. Uh, tomorrow. Uh, yes, my Head North interview uh, tomorrow. I think around two. Yeah, two p.m. Um, this time, so eleven Pacific. Um, and also, uh, make sure to listen to Our Fair City. That's my shameless plug because that's my boyfriend's band. Thanks. Um. So. Oh, and Shana, where can we follow you on Twitter? Oh, uh, Shayna Baby, and Baby has three A's in it because I'm obnoxious. Because <laughs> it does. Because, <laughs> duh. No, right, because yeah. obnoxious. All right, Tony, <laughs> Tony you got any uh, plugs for us? Um, Listen to my radio show every Wednesday from 2 to 5. That's my shameless plug. Um, it's all online. I post links to it. Yeah, check it out. Follow me on Twitter. Um, I don't know what my Twitter is. Oh, it's the Tony, Tony Peppers. Peppers. That's what it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. um, check out... I've got uh, an article on babetalk.tv on how to build your band up, Siri, volume three of yes. eight or whatever, coming on Friday. Um, and you can follow me at Eric Tries. And uh, Felicia, give us some, give us your plugs. I know uh, Greg Apalooza is coming in a couple days. Yes, everyone come out to Greg Apalooza on June 20th, this Saturday. It's at Gloucester Township Community Park next to Camden County College. Um, Endless Sacrifice is releasing their EP on that day, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Our Fair City just released an EP, so you can pick that up there as well. Shameless plug for Shana. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, come out on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, Facebook. If you search Soundwave Inc., it'll come up on Facebook, so facebook.com slash Soundwave Inc. or soundwaveinc.org. You can see all the info there as well. All right, sweet. You got Twitter? Yeah. No, I don't use Twitter. I'm out of the loop, apparently. Apparently, I got a star. You guys got 18,000 tweets going. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you better ruin your future career like us, so get on Twitter. Yeah, no, don't, don't, don't ever go on Twitter. It's the biggest thing ever. Thank you guys for having me. Right. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on.
Seriously, I'm so happy that this happened. <laughs> All right, well, we've been uh, Babe Talk. Uh, we had Felicia, she was awesome. For Tony and Shayna, I'm Eric. And uh, Ollie, get, get well soon. Hashtag free Ollie. And we'll catch you next week on Wednesday. See ya. All right. Peace. Peace.